0: joined here two years ago, I worked as a process engineer on quality related products, so one of our aims is trying to delight the consumer in order to kind of continue business. And then after a year I moved into a line leader role, um, so then stepped up to start managing between 10 and 15 people during the role. Um, and being responsible for the line results, um, and now I've just started a new project engineering okay. role, right? Um, in actual the engineering department, so it's looking a bit more a bit of a step back. Um, what
1: you say? Step back or step back from what? Like the front end from operations operations. Right, so I see.
0: you look at, at different projects in different, not kind of in a different way. Mine are all very packing related at the moment. That's uh-huh. the thing. Um, so it's good they've got flexibility to be able to do several roles. You can. Decide what you want to do, and the company says support you, sort of thing.
1: What? Where did you study, and what did you study?
0: Uh, Bath University of Bath, chemical engineering. Ah,
1: uh, okay.
0: So, must master, integrated masters with a year in industry.
1: Right, I see. Is it strange for a chemical engineer, for want of a better phrase, to go into like FMCG and not oil and gas or energy? So,
0: not hugely now. I don't know. So the majority of all the guys on. Uh, us, I think there's two mechanical and then the rest are chemical, but it is more mechanical a job. It's yeah, funny, mm. um, but it's the skills. Did you skills know that before pro- you applied? Yeah, so it's it's more the skills are like problem solving. So yeah. you're getting challenged to improve processes all the time. Yeah. you don't necessarily have the knowledge of the kind of mechanical workings of it, yeah. but you have the ability to understand it, work with the teams, and it's quite a well-rounded degree so you do lots of different bits during the degree that kind of give you the skills that you need to tackle it in yeah. a way.
1: And what made you choose Procter & Gamble then? Uh,
0: so I knew a few people who had done internships um, and enjoyed it during university but I also know that uh, p has got a really good development kind of um, ethos during the company so there's loads of opportunities to learn really key core skills um, within the Company. So, within the first few months, I went to um, an IWS school where I learned loads of the core PNG programs, which tr- gave me loads of skills, enabled to kind of do my job.
1: What's had to be with just
0: Um Integrated work system. Right, okay. So it's a process that we have on site that helps our problem solving and really helps us get to the bottom of what's happening. Um, And this then enables this problem-solving really sets you up for success Mm -hmm. Rather than just kind of leaving you in the deep end and wishing you luck to try and get the job done. Yeah, so The training piece is something that I think is really important especially Mm -hmm. in developing yourself moving forwards the company is also kind of renowned. It's got so many different brands um, and it is very much recruit from within company So there's lots of opportunities for progression. You can try out different roles. You can do of make it whatever you want to to do mm-hmm. so I want to start manufacturing but I don't know exactly where I want to go but I have the ability in my current role to kind of move around uh, work with my manager to actually try different parts of the business and really make my career what I want it to be.
1: Yeah that was kind of good, going to kind of be my next question like what is your five-year plan but I suppose being in an environment like this you can go in any direction that you want to go in. Yeah so for
0: me having I've worked in three roles within just starting my third role within two years so I've worked for a year as a process engineer as a direct entry role and this really gives you the core skills that you need um, to develop. Mm -hmm. I then did some line management so I ran one of the lines um, and this really is a steep learning curve on working with people really developing those soft skills a lot more and mm-hmm. um, and now I've just started a project engineering role um, so again it allows me to see a different side of the business step back understand a bit broader it's not just line results which I've been focused on for two years it's about the bigger picture what else can we do on top to kind of improve the systems lead cost savings and kind of improve
1: Going? So if you don't mind me asking, Emily, do you see yourself more as Gillette then or P&G? So is, you know, do you see your career developing at Gillette or do you see your career developing with P&G and then moving to different brands? So
0: for me, um, I've only ever worked with Gillette, so mm-hmm. I'm very used to how it works here. Um, but I do see it as Procter & Gamble. Okay. So if I wanted to move, and there's been several examples since I've been here, obviously not myself, but other people have moved factories relating to either personal wants or needs, etc. Okay. So they've moved around within the company, and the management here facilitated that mm. in order to kind of let them do what they wanted to do.
1: Mm-hmm. Brilliant, that's good. I think from my perspective, um, the manufacturing world, is it, is it nine to five? You know, you've mentioned managing <laughs> lines and things like that, and I'm guessing it isn't. I'm guessing it's a 24 hour thing, manufacturing products. So you mentioned when you manage lines before, wh- what is a typical day shift, night shift, day in the life of a line manager? So
0: as a line leader, you would tend to, I came in about seven mm-hmm. in the morning, um, and we have a kind of two um, two shift day pattern. Yeah. So we'll have a night shift and a day shift, mm-hmm. and then they rotate different shift patterns throughout um, the week. Yeah. So they have a shift handover at half six, and then at seven we work with them to create the plan to really drive improvement results day to day. Yeah. Um, So we have a lot of meetings in the morning, we set the plan for the day, and then we execute that throughout the day, and then check our progress kind of later on in the day. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not a nine to five role. Um, A lot of the time you will be working slightly longer hours. Yeah. So typically you'd probably normal hours to finish at half three if you started early mm-hmm. but it's normally probably half four or five maybe even a bit
1: later some days yeah um depending on what happens i suppose exactly if your line goes down for example you can't just yeah. hand it over to the next person and but the amazing two. thing is like
0: even if you do work 12 hour days you it goes in five minutes like yeah the yeah. time mm-hmm. you just don't even notice it passing and you're like i've still got this to do which i didn't <laughs> actually get done yeah. despite having been here for hours <laughs> just because you're there. And I think the most rewarding thing of it is, is working with the people Mm -hmm. and seeing them improve and actually them giving you feedback of actually your learning and growing as well. So working with them, it's a really rewarding environment Mm -hmm. doing that. Um, And I think that's the steepest learning curve I've had is managing those people Mm -hmm. um, over that time, but also the most rewarding as well.
1: If you were to look um, back, Emily, and say, okay, Teach your younger self one thing that you've learned, whether it's how to manage people or how you've gone through um, your academic career. What would you look back and think? Oh, wish I'd have done that. Or should have changed that. What advice would you give yourself? So yeah. negativity yeah. never works. Yeah. So for me,
0: the biggest thing I've learned is negativity doesn't work. Mm-hmm. If you kind of ask someone in a accus- accusatory way why they haven't done something, you're never yeah. going to get a good response or actually develop that person. Mm -hmm. It's really working with that person on a one-to-one scale to actually understand the reasons why things are happening, why they're not, and Mm -hmm. then enabling them, empowering them to actually get those things done. So working with people and then basically ensuring that you're listening to them and understanding the needs and not just getting frustrated about why things
1: aren't happening, Mm -hmm. it's understanding why. I'm guessing that's quite difficult as well for from a recent graduate, somebody who's coming in um, at a younger age and I bet you're managing people who have been at P&G and especially Gillette for a lot longer, I suppose getting into those dynamics and, and making sure you do speak to people in the correct manner and everything else to be more successful is, is quite a tricky learning curve as well
0: Yeah definitely, yeah. it's one of the biggest learning curves that I've had yeah. um, and there is a the support there as well, um, so I've been to speak with HR, I've had a mentor that I've worked with, Brilliant. who I've talked through scenarios mm-hmm. and then also when things haven't gone as well, because you do, yeah. you learn it's from the as well, is yeah. it? Yeah, of course. Um, so I've actually had the support to be able to go speak to someone, get some advice and then understand. So for me, I was looking at improving accountability using kind of a one-to-one system. Mm-hmm. So actually rewarding them for successes, as well as setting them clear expectations to make sure that job's getting done. Mm-hmm. So it's looking at even a system, even with people, and looking at how can this be improved. And kind of that's what, whatever you do in any job, really, is my biggest learning curve. You always improve a process. Yeah. So it's kind of opened my eyes a bit. Whatever job you do, there's always kind of that room for process improvement.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: in probably even from marketing to, oh, that's okay. all it that ever yeah. is. Yeah, it is yeah. all jobs. So.
1: Brilliant, thank you.